This is Real Estate Rookie episode 182. My name is Ashley Kerr, and I'm here with my co-host, Tony Robinson. And welcome to the Real Estate Rookie podcast. And if this is your first time joining us, we are the podcast focused on those investors who are at the beginning of their investing journey. So if you don't have a deal, or maybe you've just got a couple and you're looking to scale, this is the podcast for you. Ashley Kerr, my wonderful co-host. What's uh, what's going on? How are things happening on, on your side? Not much. Um, we've had a busy uh, week of recording podcasts, and so this is kind of sad. This is our last one for the week. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then, um, but we just found out that Tony will be coming to my area in a couple weeks, yep. so that will be great to get to hang out for a day um, while Tony potentially looks at a property. Yeah, I'm super excited for that. We got a beautiful property under contract in Western New York. Um, so excited to kind of see that one, see that one come together. And obviously happy that I get to hang out with my, my co-host yeah. because I've never been to to that part of New York before. So I get to see what all, all the hype is about. I know. It's I'm wondering how I'm gonna be able to convince you to shorten the property tour and come to see some of my properties. <laughs> come <to> see Buffalo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh yeah, I'm so excited for you. And uh, Sarah's coming too, right? Yep, Sarah's okay. coming, Omid's coming, so it'll be the, yeah. the whole Alpha Geek Capital crew. Oh, good. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm ex- I'll be excited to have you guys here. I already put it into my calendar and booked my go. chauffeur to chauffeur me around, <laughs> but hopefully I'll have my car by then. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah. So today we actually have a question from my DMs at Wealth from Rentals on Instagram. You guys can always send a Tony and I a message. He's at Tony J. Robinson. I'm at Wealth from Rentals. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 1-888-5-ROOKIE. Are current interest rates making you depressed about cash flow? What if it didn't have to be that way? Rent to Retirement has 2.99% seller financing available on turnkey properties. You heard that right. That's a seller financed 2.99% interest rate where the average cash flow is over $900 per month. They also have options where you can put as low as 5% down on multiple investment properties with no PMI. Rent to Retirement is the nation's leading turnkey investment company that understands what it takes to be successful in today's dynamic real estate market. Their reputation speaks for itself with more five-star reviews than any other company on the BiggerPockets website. Rent to Retirement offers fully turnkey properties that are newly built or renovated, leased and managed, allowing you to invest with confidence in the markets that offer the best returns. To learn more, visit renttoretirement.com. That's rent toretirement.com or text REI to 33777. Again, text REI to 33777. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that I turned one of my first homes into an Airbnb? It's true. And it even helped me get the extra income I needed to launch my real estate career. So if you want to try your hand at making even more income with your property, Airbnb is the place to be. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Rookies, 2024 is the year to start protecting your rental properties with an LLC. But you don't have to do all the paperwork and filing yourself. Corporate Direct is your professional and affordable option for getting your LLC done right. They handle the state filings, draft your operating agreement, and act as your registered agent. They'll even help you comply with the Corporate Transparency Act 
a new federal disclosure law affecting every real estate investor. Corporate Direct is a family business founded by attorney, author, and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton over 35 years ago. Now, his son Ted is a licensed attorney working with him. Together, they've helped thousands of real estate investors form and maintain their LLCs and protect their assets. If you're trying to build a real estate portfolio, do not skip the LLC. Head over to corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets to schedule a free 15-minute consultation with an incorporating specialist. Mention Real Estate Rookie and get a $100 discount on your formation. That's corporatedirect.com slash biggerpockets. Okay, so today's question is from Brandy Smith. Hi, Ashley. I listen to your Real Estate Rookie podcast and love it. My husband and I have a question for you. We are just starting out with a real estate investment journey and hope you would have some good insight on this question. Selling versus cash out refi to keep our current home and turn into our first rental property. Our current home could give us about 260K in net proceeds if we were to sell. Our plan is to purchase rental property with our cash proceeds in addition to using it using part of it for the down payment on our new home, new construction due to finish in May. We need about 46 to 93K for down payment, depending on if we do 10% or 20% down. However, if we keep it, keep in mind, it's a good area, good appreciation and good rental rates. Basing off of our current monthly mortgage, we could cash flow about $1,000 per month on strictly rent charges versus mortgage costs alone. Not sure how much our monthly mortgage costs would change with the cash out refi option. Assuming we could get out near as much as we would profit by selling. So with all that background, bottom line question, what would you do in our situation? If you believe hanging on to it would be better, how would you justify that to someone when it would take about 20 years to make the amount in profit by selling on just rent alone, not adjusting for rising rent rates, just keeping the same $1,000 chase per cash flow per month for quick scenario comparative purposes. Hope that makes sense. Thanks so much for your time. Tony, what's your initial thoughts? Yeah, there's a lot in there, Brandy. So I I just want to recap for, uh, for the listeners to make sure we got everything set the right way. So the big question is, should she sell this property and reinvest those proceeds into another property or should she refinance um, and then keep that property as a rental. Now, the the challenges, I guess the key differences here are if you sell the property, you get a bigger uh, uh, like cash payment. So she said she would get about $260,000 in profits uh, if she were to go out and sell the property. Um, now, if she were to refinance, I don't think she says how much she would get if she were to to refi. Did you see that number in there? No, that number wasn't in there, but assuming that she could pull out 80%, it would probably, you know, be less than if she sold it because saying that yeah. it sells for what it would appraise for. So it would be less than what she would get right now, I would assume. Yeah. So the, the way that I would approach it is, uh, I guess, two things I would look at. So first, you know, Brandy made the statement that it would take 20 years to get that same $260,000 if she kept it as a rental. But I think that's that's almost the wrong way to look at it because she's not just going to sit on that capital. She's going to go out and reinvest that into something else. So I think the thing that I would look at is what is going to give you the better return on your investment? Is it taking the cash, taking that full 260, going out and putting some of it towards a new house and the other portion towards a rental property and, and you figuring out what that cash on cash return is, 
or you can look at the equity that you're leaving in the property and understand what your return on equity is for the one that you're keeping as a rental. And I think when you look at those two figures, the return on capital invested versus the return on equity in the property, that'll give you a better understanding of which one might be the the better decision for you. And plus that property is probably going to keep appreciating too. Mm-hmm. So that value yeah. is going to keep going up in that property. So at the end of 20 years, you're going to have that property value. If you do decide to sell it, then you have made back that 260000 and And then you've also put in or you also have this other X amount of equity in right. the property, too. So in my personal opinion, I think that you can get the cheapest debt on a primary mortgage. So what you could do instead of going and refinancing, you could go and get a line of credit on the property Mm -hmm. while it's still your primary residence and you can get a really low Mm -hmm. rate. So that way your uh, mortgage payment isn't changing. So your cash flow will be even higher than if you go and increase the mortgage and you can use the home equity line to go and purchase properties, rehab them, refinance them, do the birth strategy, and then pay back that line of credit. So you're not paying, you're only paying interest when you're making that money work for you. Um, So we had uh, Tyler Madden on recently, and if you listen to the very first episode that he was on, that's actually what he did with his primary residence, turned it before he turned it into a rental and purchased his new or next primary house. He went and got a line of credit with the that had the existing equity. Plus a lot of times with um, a line of credit, a lot of banks will lend you up to 85% of the home's value. Sometimes I've seen even 90% my one business partner got. So where usually if you're going to refinance a mortgage, they'll tend to only give you up to 80%. So there's that advantage too. Okay. Well, yeah, anything well, else to add? Hopefully, that points you in the right direction. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, th- I think that's everything, right? And, you know, and, and a lot of these questions that pop up, there, there's so many nuances and details that we don't have, and uh, I think ultimately it's going to be a, you know, a personal decision for you. But for me, I always try and let the numbers yeah. uh, help me make my decision, and whatever turns out to be the better return is typically the the route that I'll go down. Yeah. And I think, too, one thing that she did mention in this there is that it's like in a good neighborhood, good school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think like the fact that you're it's not going to most likely won't be a headache property because it sounds like mm-hmm. it's in, you know, a class A area, I think is an advantage too, um, where somebody mm-hmm. going in and trying to buy a property for the purposes of it being a rental in that area will be higher, higher or excuse me, (laughs) will be harder if they're going in and purchasing it as an investment property than if somebody used it as their primary, let that appreciation build up and that equity build up in that Mm -hmm. property. So if I were to say, I would say keep it and put a HELOC on it and use those funds from that HELOC to, um, you can use it for your down payment and then also use it for, to purchase other properties. Um, Totally agree. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Obviously, I'm stumbling over my words because we've had a long day of recording. (laughs) This is our last one for the week, but um, we will be back on Wednesday with another guest. Let us know if you're loving the show and leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. I'm Ashley at Wealth from Rentals and he's Tony at Tony J. Robinson. And we'll see you guys next time. Getting started in real estate can be daunting. There's so much to know, obstacles to overcome, lessons to learn, and risks to avoid. It can all be so overwhelming. If you're feeling motivated to invest, but too overwhelmed to take action, here's some advice. 
Take it one step at a time. And here's some good news for you. The Rookie Bootcamp is starting on May 20th, and Tyler and Ashley will be guiding you through each and every step until you're the proud, confident owner of your first investment property. Through eight action-packed weeks, they'll guide you step-by-step through those first questions, decisions, and obstacles that every beginner investor must overcome. So if you're serious about becoming an investor this year, head to biggerpockets.com step and join us in the Rookie Bootcamp. See you there. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all host and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. Bigger Pockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.